Hello, you're listening to the One Thing Today podcast with Michael Nobbs. A regular nudge to remind you to live gently and to take one small step each day to move your creative life on just a little. The podcast is brought to you with the support of its patrons over on Patreon. And if you would like to support the ongoing recording of these podcasts, then please visit patreon.com forward slash go gently where you'll discover how you can receive podcast extras 20 minute work sessions vlog posts and even a personal podcast sent directly to you each month thanks so much for listening and your support will be very much appreciated here's today's episode well it's what i call a noisy morning here on the side of my hill. I wonder if you heard the woodpecker a second ago. Uh, I wish I was better at uh, distinguishing the sounds of birds. I can certainly tell the chickens and the woodpecker and the crow but largely everything else I can't really distinguish between. Hello, I'm Michael Nobbs, and this is episode 1596 of the One Thing Today podcast. It's lovely to be back podcasting again after my winter break. Throughout the winter, I've been making podcasts on cassette tape which I've been posting to Patreon and I really enjoyed that and I had planned to carry on making podcasts in that way. I'm approaching, I think I probably mentioned in the last podcast, I'm approaching the 10th anniversary, 10th year since I started making these podcasts. I quite like the idea of of doing them rather differently to mark that so carrying on with making them on cassette tape and taking some instant photos to go along with the podcasts but just now just now as I'm starting to emerge from my hibernation I want to keep things as simple as possible and certainly it's much simpler to pick up my phone, plug in my microphone and come out for a walk and talk to you and probably take a photo with my phone. So for the time being, I'm just going to keep things as simple as possible and uh, make my podcasts that way. But, uh, you know, maybe, maybe. I'll get back to my tape recorder and my cassette tapes at some point. It's a lovely morning. It's quite early. It's, um, it's, see someone very noisy crying across the flying across the sky. It's half past seven, I think, in the morning. And I've 
come out in part because I've not seen outs yet today. Um, he's allowed out an awful lot more since the light has started to return so rapidly. So I imagine he's out somewhere. But I did wonder if I came for a walk and I recorded a podcast whether he might hear me and come and find me as he sometimes does. We'll see. I'm just walking along the edge of the fence at the bottom of my field. I'm just gonna, gonna turn up in a moment and start climbing. Walk past the horizontal oak trees. it'll be before I can't see through this fence and there'll be lots and lots of leaves on the trees again and the view will be obscured at the moment I can see when I'm sitting in bed I can see out through the back window right up the hill but uh, that does change over the next month or two I quite like the in-between time this time when things are starting to come out in bud uh, and I can still see it if I'm spending time in bed. But this morning, lovely to be out in it. I think when I recorded you the last podcast on the morning of the equinox, I really wasn't very with it. I've been listening back to that podcast. I listened back when I edited it. And I realised, as I did say in the description, that uh, I was in a bit of a muddle about the the ash before oak rhyme. Sorry, I was looking down the valley. And also, I realised I was getting in quite a muddled state about the length of, length of the day at this time of year around the world. Of course, at the equinox, we're all pretty much experiencing equal, equal day and equal night, aren't we? So that uh, if you are in the Southern Hemisphere and your summer is ending and you're entering autumn, we're all probably having very similar, very similar days, and maybe even quite similar weather. I do know that when I listen to Miranda Morris's podcast, I'm all out loud around the time of the equinox, or the equinoxes, both our spring and autumn, and her autumn and spring. Uh, often it feels like we're much closer together because. We have this brief moment of pause, which is lovely. And there is a sense today as I'm out walking that uh, we have paused a little, which is very, well, it is, as I say, it's lovely. It was much easier to move slowly and to move at the pace 
that feels right. Usually the pace that feels right for me is moving quite slowly. Over the last few weeks it's been moving even slower, extra slowly. Um, but in that first part of what I was thinking of was early spring from around the first week of February until the equinox, it hasn't been that easy to uh, feel comfortable with moving slowly. I've done it because I've had little choice. But uh, yeah, it hasn't felt so easy. But I'm noticing now, finding it much, much easier. It just felt like the right thing this morning to come out. pigeon. There we are, that's another bird I can distinguish. Cut well. <laughs> it's either a collared dove or a wood pigeon. see quite a lot of, there's a pair of collared doves that I see in the garden a lot. So maybe, maybe that's who it is. But up here, right at the edge of the trees, it is possible that there's a wood pigeon. Occasionally I see a wood pigeon take off. Usually when I, when I walk a little further, which last year I didn't really do. But I wonder if this year whether I am going to feel like just going that little bit further. I was thinking last year I didn't see any bluebells beyond the ones that were just the other side of my garden gate. And there were one or two, and there was one I think behind the chicken coop as well last year. And I was so pleased to see those because I just didn't feel up to, to walking to where the bluebells the bluebells are here and obviously because of, of lockdown I wasn't going to my usual bluebell spot by the river either. So last year there's just one or two bluebells and I do wonder if this year I am going to feel more able, I do hope so, to visit Bluebell Hill which I'm walking towards now. There won't be any bluebells there yet. But uh, I'll see where they're going to be. And in fact, just in front of the gap in the fence that leads through to Bluebell Hill, there's another oak tree, which I have been meaning to visit with you. And maybe we'll do that. Let's just do that. It's not far. I'm walking in that direction now. So I'm in the second field, the one that I usually cut across to get to the big oak field. And today I'm walking straight across it. Almost directly on my right now is the big oak in its, in its field, just the other side of, of the fence. And I'm walking across the middle of the field. And I've got a second oak tree is just over on my left and I'm walking I'd actually be right up against that if I walked the the gap in the the gap in the fence. It's a gap that's really sheep sized but uh, in the past I have found my way through it. Lots of sheep paths across this 
this sort some of them are actually really quite deep. You'd think they were made by by the tires of a vehicle, but they I don't think they are, I and mean, they're crisscross. There's one I'm walking in it now, there's one path which feels very well worn. I wonder if this is the one that leads directly. I think it does leads directly to the gap in the in the fence. There's some gorse out just on my right here, looking very bright yellow spots in the dark green of the gorse bush. <coughs> Actually, I find it quite hard to tell the difference between gorse and broom, but I think this is gorse. I think gorse is the pricklier, the pricklier one. And the line of trees along this this fence line here. And there's one, two, three, four, five, six sheep paths that, that converge at this point with a good sheep size gap under, under the fence. You can see where some, some fleece is caught. Shall I go under it? Lots of dead fern on the other side, looking quite brown, but uh, just little dots of, of new growth in the grass as well, some fresh, fresh green amongst the brown. And, and this hill gets covered in bluebells end of April, beginning of May, which isn't so far away now, is it? Let's just go under. Being a bit careful because there's barbed wire on the bottom. There we are, and through. if I can have some of this fleece I think so if I disappear this doesn't happen when I'm using my tape recorder <laughs> my instant camera if I disappear I will be back I think it depends whether my camera is set to video or, or still or not well <laughs> the recording did stop as I took a photo and I've actually been for an unexpected walk um, and I'm standing by the big oak and I've approached it from a different angle. I've recorded a little, little video of that walk which I'll pop up on Patreon in a day or two after this podcast. So I'm standing by the big oak and I'm going to start my walk home so maybe you'd like to continue walking with me standing by the big oak for a few minutes and this is often the case when I come here and I haven't thought in advance I was wishing I had a flask of tea with me but uh, I shall have a flask when I get home I'm just making sure I'm recording still yes the crow heading across the sky and there's a kite or a buzzer just 
floating above the line of trees. I, I was saying in the, it's a kite, so I can see now it's below me enough to see the full tail. Pretty sure that means it's a kite. I was saying in the, in the video I've just made, that I wasn't sure what it was. I thought it was a crow when, I, when it first appeared in the sky, but then I realized the way it was circling that it was some sort of bird of prey. Good to see that this morning. So I've reached walking along a sheep path now and I've got a choice of direction at this point. I can either go go right, which is the way I'd usually enter this field, but I didn't today. And it's a slightly shorter walk home. Or I can go straight ahead, which is what I'm doing, and through another gateway and into the field, my field, but just at the top of the hill where there is the the grove of oak trees that I sometimes walk up to that I can see from my kitchen window. I'm just the other side of them when I come through this gateway, which is just ahead of me. And there's a nice sheep path to follow, so I shall get on that, that sheep path. I do like walking along the sheep paths. This one isn't quite as deep as the one I was walking across the across the field to. And in the end, I didn't visit that second oak tree today. It was down to my left through the gap in the hedge, the, the fence, but I didn't go down to it. So, well, we'll save that for another, another podcast. Lots of foxgloves starting to appear. Lots of new nettles starting to appear. Pick some fresh nettles at some point. Good to make tea with. Good to eat too, though. I don't know I've ever done that. Perhaps this year I could experiment with some, some nettles in some soup, perhaps. This to be, this to be very, very good for, good for you. I'm through the gate, past some molehills, and I'm just walking to the very, very top of the hill. I haven't seen or heard from ants, but I probably wouldn't at this point. There we are, top of the hill. I can see, I can see my kitchen window. <laughs> I measure myself the other side of it, boiling a kettle, which I will be doing in a few minutes. much getting the sense that this is a the start of a new year this year um, working with this idea of hibernating every winter I think I think over the last few years I've got better at it I don't think I've got it right even this year I'm going to start it earlier and maybe finish it earlier next year but nonetheless I have felt this year, the last few days particularly, that I am emerging into a new year, and not just a new year, but a new creative year. And I feel quite excited about possibilities, not ready yet to run with any of them. And in talking to a friend who I've been 
hibernating with this winter and she was talking about how often, not often until the very beginning of May that she feels ready to, to start doing things and I think I'm taking a leaf out of her book this year and not really not really beginning anything until the beginning of May I think probably at the beginning of May I'm going to have another one of my of my 50 day I don't know what to call them creative retreats but I wonder if it's going to be less of a retreat or more of a I don't know I don't know what to call it or maybe retreating into creativity for those 50 days I don't know I don't know what to call it yet but I've tentatively sort of set set aside around about the beginning of May as a time to start that but between now and then the next six weeks I think it's just going to be a time of emerging and being pleased to feel excited about things but not necessarily to uh, to get caught up in any of them yet um, yeah we'll just see but more than that I think a time for just letting things happen as they as feels right like this morning coming out for this walk and the unexpected like the video that I've just made between <laughs> the middle of making this podcast not planned but just suddenly feeling like the right thing so I don't know what that necessarily will mean in terms of doing things it might mean doing things it might mean not doing things but I think the point is to just let it be whatever it, it needs to be without any any pressure any expectations um, and to help with that I'm about to start a new a new notebook a new journal I never quite know what to call my notebooks and I've just finished the one I've been keeping through hibernation and it's lovely to have that that very that thing that's, that's that just covers that period my notebooks feel like a very good way for me of actually creating a, a piece of time that's distinctive from the pieces of time around it. So I'm quite excited about starting a new notebook. What a different one, one I've not had before. So I'm going to start that when it, again, I'm going to start that when it feels right, but it's the one I'm going to pick up next when I pick up a notebook. I've stopped picking up my hibernation notebook and I shall find some way to, to archive that notebook, perhaps get a box to put it in along with the photographs and the tapes that I've been making over the last, the last three months. Uh, the analog podcasts I've been making the instant photographs I've been taking to go with them. Uh, it feels like a very, yeah, very definite piece of time, very distinct piece of time. And uh, that does feel good. Well, I'm at the bottom of the hill. This would be the spot I think that if Ounce was going to appear, he would, so he hasn't. Never mind. He's probably off having unplanned adventures of his own. I can see Molly and Lolly just across the path in their field. They're looking quite interested in seeing me. And they've not been out very much in the main field until the last few days. But again, perhaps it's the change 
for them too of uh, emerging from winter. That's interesting. I imagine my neighbour hasn't, well, maybe he has thought about it. But it's interesting that there's been a change there as well, just at this time. Maybe it does just feel right for, for things to shift. Maybe this still moment around the world when we're sitting with equal day and equal night is a time for, for easy, gentle shifting from one phase to another. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean suddenly doing lots more, I don't think. Last year, I very much felt like when I came out of my hibernation, it was time to, to do things differently and to do more things. And I just wasn't able, and it just ended up meaning that uh, I had to stop again. And I stopped for quite a long time over the spring and summer. I think I had a couple of months off from doing very much of anything. And then I had to emerge from that very slowly and that was suddenly I was a long way through the year which is why I didn't get to see the bluebells last year uh, just edging down towards my gate past the bluebells not the bluebells the daffodils obviously still not very with it even today Quite a noisy morning, isn't it? <laughs> I can see, I think, a great tit in the larch tree here. No. Right, I'm going to get to my gate and then I'm going to stop. to this that you're having a good day maybe you're able to gently emerge into the spring into the summer into the autumn depending where you are in the world into the spring I don't know where are we we're midway through aren't we midway edging towards summer not there yet Atmosphere, edging towards winter, but not there yet. Take care, have a good day, and I shall talk to you again very soon. Bye bye.